In this episode of K-Pop Hot Issues, we'll discuss Megan Blocked from releasing a song with BTS, G-Friends Yuju, Wean, Sandara to join new agencies in the upcoming 2021 K-Pop draft, China's crackdown on K-Pop and video games, and lastly, K-Pop boys behaving badly. Last one's becoming a weekly trend. Right? <laughs> yeah. They, uh, mm-hmm. they, they've gotten caught up in their power. Anyway, mm-hmm. this is the K-pop cast bringing you the best sounds and ideas in K-pop each week. I'm DJ Peter Lowe. I'm your PD Nim Michaela. I'm Stephanie. And take us away with the first news headline, PD Nim. Well, it's smooth like cocoa butter news. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> anyway, Megan oh, The Stallion what? drops remix of BTS song Butter after a long legal battle with label over its release. This is yeah. not a legal battle with Hybe labels. This is with her own label who mm-hmm. tried to block the release of this remix unless... And, you know, tell me if I'm wrong, but what I was hearing on the street is that Megan's label wanted $100,000 from Hybe, like, to pay them to release the song that was already recorded. It's like, beggars cannot be choosers. Like, I don't know if you know who you are in this relationship. Like, you know, Hybe is the one with... uh, you know, more more power in, in this particular arrangement. And so. Megan seems to realize that. So yeah. so she went to a judge to look for emergency relief <laughs> to be able to release this song because she knows the power of BTS and HYBE and ARMY and does not want to disappoint them. So this was just a really unfortunate situation that she was led to believe this would go smoothly and then her label tried to step in and like, uh, stop things, but I'm glad that uh, the song ended up being released and the artists get to have what they want. Mm-hmm. You know, I I wouldn't wish armies against my like worst enemy. Like, oh no, <laughs> in the crosshairs not. of army, it's like the worst experience. But like, mm-hmm. if you really wanted to worst someone the bat the worst, you would somehow find a way to get army angry at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is an emergency situation, which Megan realized. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we're when it comes to like BTS remixes, I know we're we're less is more on that, but (laughs) this whole situation is like what? And also, I I love that the they mentioned there was the, the the male CEO Carl Crawford was being petty, possibly on Instagram, talking about how it's like. I, what was it loyalty and you know it's loyalty happy to is have... at an all-time low yeah it's <laughs> okay sir you sounded like a, a movie villain here come on <laughs> give it a rest <laughs> yeah right anyway right. uh next news headline yes so updates from uh the summer 2021 k-pop draft yeah so we've got you know people uh not necessarily having issues with their labels but joining new labels so, uh, Which implies for- the former. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, not yeah. always. Sometimes it's just like you get a better deal, more creative control. Sometimes you make less money, um, mm. as we've seen. I hate to admit it, but probably with, with Hyolin, um, mm-hmm. you know, oh, making gosh. a lot more money with Starship. But, you know, she has more creative control in what she True. wants to do. So, 
Anyway, we got we got girls starting new chapters in their life. We have former G Friend member Yuju is signing with Kong Daniels Connect Entertainment. Yeah, after a hype did her dirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, well, hype like did G Friend go all of G Friend dirty. Hype did all of G Friend. Yeah. Boo. Yeah, I like so, Kong Daniel. And yeah, let's, it, let's see what Connect can do with it. You know? And it's interesting because Connect, it was like, it was just him. And then they added Chancellor and then yeah. CL. So yes. I'm really interested to see what kind of lineup this entertainment company will have in the next few years. Because Kong Daniel, because it was, it was the label that was created for him because he was having issues with his other label that he mm-hmm. joined or was with after Produce. Um, so it just kind of... I don't know if necessarily like this is his label as far as like where he stands as far as the the organizing of the company, right? But it it was he was the he's one the that face kind of, like, of it. He's the face of it basically. And then next up, I see Mama Moo's Weein officially signing with Ravi's the live label. Um, and now this does not mean she's going to stop performing with Mama Moo. She's quoted as saying, I will work hard at both solo promotion and Mama Moo promotion from now on. So please send support. Phew. Wait, what? I, I don't get that. Wait, ha- what? Yeah, that's why I was confused by the other one, Peter, because she had this quote from the other article. <laughs> uh oh, she's double timing. Because uh, well, is it, we'll is it that? They're having a comeback, and she left RBW, but will still be in Mama Moo's coming back. No, 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 no. no. That, that, that's not right. I think something's getting mistranslated here. Okay, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, like maybe there's some things that uh, Girls Generation does, but um, commercially, time allocations they're 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 each doing their own separate acts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, maybe it's something similar here. I, cause I, I just remember, uh, Mumu saying that, uh, they're, they're wishing the best for we, and as she moves on to do the separate mm. different thing, okay. um, which I think is really good because I, we really, yeah, we wow. were talking about, that could uh, go a whole other direction. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because, well, so we, we had this one K-pop chat talking about access journalism and journalists were talking about things that they couldn't discuss. And one of those things that they were often barred from discussing is uh, <laughs> disbandments, member departures. Um, so for, I think for the fandom to acknowledge this mm-hmm. is a good thing. Like I think Crystal on the knowledge. K-pop chat was saying that uh, to prepare for certain interviews, labels requested or required that the reporter not mention a that's right member yeah of mm-hmm. a group you know that that might happen in malamu's future like yeah it might Ask be whatever a similar you thing. want just don't talk about we <laughs> <laughs> honestly it might or be feminism. that i i, I guess oh. i mean <laughs> especially with mama moo yeah oh, who knows but uh i i'm glad the fandom can actually demonstrate um mm-hmm. the right move here and embracing um support and solidarity for we and and mama moo at the same time. Woo. So, yeah, I guess we and I, I don't know if you guys follow Wean's career too much, but it sounds like maybe she uh, did ballads pretty well, mm-hmm. did um, maybe R&B a bit. As yeah. well. Maybe she had more interest in that direction. So it'll be interesting to see what um, sounds and concepts she'll, she'll be yeah. doing as if, a solo. If that's what she likes, then she'll be in good company because Ailey... Yeah. Oh, that's right. That was the other R&B one. Yeah. Powerhouse yeah. is also in the only uh, the live label. The only other singer, I think. 
like the rest are, are rappers. Yeah, so, so maybe they can collaborate. Yeah, and this is definitely Ravi's. Ravi is the head of this label, definitely. So this is this is great news for him, <laughs> being able to pull in these these names and these talent into his his label. Can can we just do a quick aside here on Kong Daniel Ravi, Jay Park Zico Zico. He's in the military now, which is really because seeing all these people like grabbing all these artists right now and he's oh, in the military man. and nobody's losing out. <laughs> but I mean, just just this uh, continuing evolution of idols forming their own labels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a good thing. Honestly, we'll see. Yeah, P like Nation from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And then our last draft pick. Yes. Our last draft pick. Peter, do you want to read it? Yeah, so in the year of 2021, uh-huh. uh, Sandra Park leaves that label that everyone has forgotten about to join Sunny <laughs> and Got Seven's Bam Bam in Abyss. So it's an unfortunate name. For <laughs> uh, yeah, for a label, especially yeah. like <laughs> all the going into abyss. the abyss. <laughs> but um, I thought what was what was cool is that in announcing that uh, Sandra joined this label. They had a full set of like press photos and even like a little um, video here. Just, I don't know, something going back in time and and ending on a clock, maybe showing that it's her time or something. Who knows? But uh, I mean, they they, they invested quite a bit into showing her signing with Abyss. Well, as they should. She is a global pop star, like from Mm -hmm. the beginning. So it's a huge catch for them to get her. I look forward to seeing her next projects. Yeah. Also, I'm I'm surprised like she hasn't aged a day. <laughs> <laughs> she looks really good. It's true. Let's see. It looks like Abyss Company houses artists Pac One, Urban Zakapa, hey, Sunmi, and Got Seven's Bam Bam, who yeah. released his solo single Ribbon earlier, just on my hit replaylist. Yeah. So a bit of an interesting mix of artists at this label. You have you you have. You know, Urban Zakapa and Sunmi and Park One, who I think are do very well domestically. Um, but then you also have Sandara now and Bam Bam, who are very big internationally. So it'll be interesting to see what their promotions non-domestic are going to be like in the future. I hate to say this, but I'm not used to thinking of Sandra Park as a soloist. Mm. So I mean, uh, like I, I, I'm going into this with a very open mind, you know, whatever <laughs> she she wants to present herself as. But it's, it's I'm I'm just That's saying, true. like, you know, the the baggage that she inherits from her role at her previous agency agency that that shall not be named. Mm-hmm. It, it was just hard to think of her as a soloist or capable of doing more solo stuff. Mm. No, I guess there was like her song "Kiss" way back when. Oh right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, you're not wrong. I think of her more as an actress than uh, a vocalist. I think we all uh, joked that she was the visual of 21, whereas the oh, yeah. others had rapping and singing and dancing talents. Mm. <laughs> I, I think that's what YG hired her for, honestly, and, and to capitalize off of her popularity in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, Well, now she's got her shot. Let's see what she can do. Yep. Okay, so that ends our 2021 K-pop draft. Uh, Moving on to our next story, Peter, do you you, you know the most about this one, so do you want to read it? I I guess. I I wouldn't consider myself an expert on this topic, but China is going hard for their teens. Mm. (laughs) The Communist Party is declaring a war on idol worship. 
as part of a broader crackdown on what it sees as toxic celebrity culture that is poisoning the minds of the country's youth. I guess this is just part of a general trend to try to counteract the cult of celebrity. I, I mean, I think we see the worst of it, quite honestly, in, in K-pop fandom. And I think the Chinese government is trying to get people less involved in that. It sounds like rightfully going after some people who have been abusing that that fame and power. But um, at the same time, I'm sure this is a bigger calculated move to perhaps prevent more of a, you know, Korea has been investing a lot in trying to penetrate the Chinese market. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really problematic outlook for a lot of the Korean companies and labels where so much of their revenues are are based out of the Chinese market. Or at least that they were planning to get more out of the Chinese market. Yeah. But I, and this is also something we've been talking about for the, the past five, six years of this this pivot in the K- Korean K-pop industry, oh, you know, away from China, trying to really push for the U.S. and other Western markets because China is closing off more and more. You know, I, I got to wonder, though, like, it, it, imagine, you know, your your worst K-pop fandom and the worst of the worst are the fans in that fandom who are um, maybe perpetuate myths and disinformation uh, just to defend an idol for their bad behavior um, that relentlessly attack people who don't parrot the exact fra- phrasing or terminology that they want associated with their idols. What would you do like in that case? Is China making the right move? In counteracting that, or is there a middle ground in in responding to that? What do you guys think? Yeah, my my first thought on this is that it seems like it seems like an action being taken too late in the funnel, Mm. too far down. What if if China's government or if the Chinese community really wants to reduce the harm from this kind of culture. They need to look deeper into the roots of it. They need to look at what institutions and corporations are benefiting from it and why they are on top and like allowed all this access, right? Like cracking down on individual fans and people that sets off alarm bells for me. Um, like if, if you want to change people's behavior, it has to be something where they want to make the right choice that mm. you you as a society are providing the best alternatives so that someone doesn't choose um, toxic celebrity fan worship behavior. What else are you offering besides just like restricting and prosecuting behavior? That's generally my take. Mm-hmm. So you're you're suggesting maybe going after more of the capitalistic forces and uh, more on that end, and then providing incentives for the the right thing on the consumer. Yeah, yeah, end. whatever whatever that is. Like, what mm-hmm. what problem are they solving? What behavior are they trying to promote and celebrate? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, this is the big test experiment that we'll get to watch. <laughs> yeah, from our couches. And and I should also add, like what's what's getting more uh, rounds in the news lately is um, as a part of this to protect the youth, 
um, is that they're limiting video game time for a lot of kids. I think everyone under 18 to like three hours a week or something on weekends only. How are kids they going to do that? Way. Yeah, what? <laughs> kids will find a way. <laughs> that's, that's not going to stop nothing. Wow. Well, we'll, we'll see. I, I mean, you know, they're, they're going to come come hard. Mm-hmm. Teen- teenagers and kids are nothing if not resourceful <laughs> again I, I would say the same thing like imagine that you are the child and what would the circumstances have to be for you to choose to do other things with your time besides mm-hmm. video games I know that that would be like hard to make happen but that's the direction they have to go just like blanket restricting without you know proving it with a real case to the kids is it's not going to work. They're just going to get around it. Mm-hmm. What else are you offering to them? Why did they turn to video games and other dissociative numbing activities? Like if we're being serious, right? Yeah. Why is the state of mental health of children <laughs> at this place? Right. If we want to go there. I think it's easy to blame video games and yeah, right. pop culture. Okay. Well, Let's let's move along. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So quickly in in bad boys doing bad things allegedly and definitely. <laughs> uh, so NCT member Lucas goes on hiatus following gaslighting and cheating scandal with uh, pre alleged girlfriends who've been you know sharing receipts online. Um, Whoa! Also- cheating. And just like cheating. adding things to the list. Yeah. Just. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but um, and then we have an update. Uh, the prosecutors are All seeking right, which twenty-two-year-old boy who looks like that has not cheated on his girlfriend. I'm sorry. <laughs> Like I'm just like not surprised at all, and I'm like not, not uh, even that bothered. These are kids who are like really hot and have celebrity power, and girls throwing themselves at them. I don't know. Yeah, this, I think it seems like a bit much to me. I'm, I think the the big issue, and this, this kind of came up in our our our, our K-pop cast, like our private chat about this, was that you know these. Yeah, he probably shouldn't be as demonized for everything that he's doing. But I'm I'm happy that these women are t- being taken seriously as far as like if there is a case for like, I know financially, like he stole their money or whatever. They're not just being brushed aside as being mm-hmm. by the fandom as, you know, protecting him because, you know, he's he's Lucas. He's the their right, idol. He yeah. would never do that. We can't have that. Mm hmm. It's funny, yeah. like, I, rationally, like, I can't ever see myself doing this. But I, as you're saying, Stephanie, if you look that good and you have that many women throwing <laughs> themselves at you, perhaps the, the the taste of power and temptation is just that high mm-hmm. that it, it's just hard to say no as a, as a human being. So I... I, yeah. I Maybe there just needs to be more instances of, like, controlled failure. <laughs> around this very aspect for idols like maybe mm. that, that needs to be something a part of their their training or, or something right because you look at uh the level of like pr fires and uh payoffs frankly that a lot of these ab- labels do to avoid these things there's probably something that they can do like earlier on in their career to learn those lessons 
I don't know what. Sorry. Maybe this is just me saying like, oh, we'll just fix this problem. And then then you've got it solved. But I know that that's a way harder than it sounds. But I'm, I'm just wondering if there's yeah. something they could do to instill that. I'm pretty early. sure the, the stipulations that idols can't date anyone are not helpful here. Because <laughs> like there I said, you we'll find a way. <laughs> we'll find a way. We'll just sneak around the back. Uh, he's, he's only 20, 22, right? Yeah. He's young. Mm-hmm. Baby, were were you paraphrasing? Um, was that the Jurassic Park? Like life <laughs> finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, icon, bi. Yeah. So uh, other other update is prosecutors are seeking a three year prison sentence or prison term for uh, ex leader bi uh, of icon in his his drug abuse case. You mean B.I. who just like dropped all of those fire singles? Yeah, who just who just signed with that new label, just dropped a whole album, was, I don't kind of doing some like online promotion stuff. Yeah. But again, this isn't his sentence. This is just what the prosecutors are. are Charging him. Yeah, I'm throwing down. What drugs did he do? Uh, what? Let's see. Um, was it LSD? Or was marijuana it? and marijuana. LSD pills. LSD pills. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. It, it might be some others, but that, those are the two examples uh, listed in the story. Yeah. If you're going to do it, don't be messy in Korea. <laughs> they really care about that stuff. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it It's hard from our, our perspective, you know. As to, Westerners. To, don't be texting about it. <laughs> That's the lesson here. Yeah, just just wrapping up. You, Yu Chun is trash. There we go. Again? <laughs> what do you do now? Well, that, well, uh, well. Here, let me just let me actually read it. But say, par- singer, quote unquote, Park Yu Chun uh, is in a dispute with his new agency. You know, there's like double contracts. Whatever people, he lied. They lied. Any, anyway. Oh, okay. He signed contracts with two labels, two exclusive yeah. contracts. I love it. They're using that same photo in the article from when he like confessed the, to the last scandal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> it's like the Getty Images that. photographer or the Associated Press or whatever photographer. He's like, yeah, I'm getting my miles off. This is one. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. It's like Trash. they've got that on file for the next for the next scandal and controversy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, right. okay, so that, that wraps it up for um, K-pop hot issues, news, and news commentary. So uh, in a new segment uh, for our show, we're going to do a rapid fire round. Um, so we'll just kind of read the, the headline, and then we'll just go around saying whether we're, we're Daybok or not on that topic or news, and maybe like just a sentence or two on maybe why we're Daybok or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, anyway, so first... Daybok or not item. Are you Daybok or not on Hyena and Don dropping the track list or dropping their next album? One plus one equals one. So are you Daybok or not on Hyun Don's new album? Daybok. They're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. This is obvious. Daybok. I mean, I, I'm excited for this power couple. <laughs> Yep, I, I'm also Daybok. Yeah, when are know. they launching their own label? That's the question. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, I think they need you, to be... You want them to detach from Psy already? 
<laughs> yeah, they're I, ready. I think they need to get a bigger commercial success. I think the last few songs, both from Hyanna and Don, haven't hit it out of the park yet. That's true. So, so hopefully that this can be that. Yeah. Okay. So next one, old album sales are increasing on growing as the K-pop fandom grows. So all these the older album older albums that came up are you know flying off the shelves because new, new K-pop fans. I need to know which album. Like like Girls Generation. Like yeah. You know, oh, wow. Like old like, That's like G, old. <laughs> Genie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, old albums. Yeah, so, Stuff so from the us. golden age. The golden age of K-pop. Daybok. Go check that stuff out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Michaela? For, for Peter? Oh, oh for oh, me? I'll, I'll go. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Taybok on it as well. I'm glad that, that kids, the kids these days are, are discovering <laughs> the, the roots. They're discovering who really paved the way. <laughs> oh, no. Don't say it. Oh, sorry. Okay, mm-hmm. and this is hella debuff for me because I want them to like reprint more of the Red album for Red Velvet so I can get oh. that. <laughs> I missed out on it. I didn't have money at the time. Oh. Okay, so are you guys debuff on or not on Eternity's No Filter? So this is the music video from the AI group Eternity. They're made up from a lot of deep fakes and uh, synthetic media faces. Hard That's time. a nod for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same page. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Peter? <sighs> yeah, I think I'm also a nod on that. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say... like Even it, after your illustrious career in the AI industry? Yeah. Well, my, my career in the AI industry is all about like why deepfakes are bad. So mm-hmm. but uh, I, I was going to say it's Taylor because it's like really cool to see innovation in the field and yeah, uh, and whatnot. But I we have a whole episode on why it's not, not necessarily the best. And even, even with the, the visuals of this eternity, no filter music video, like some of the reason why the deepfake looked bad was because it was all computer generated. Like if you're going to do a deepfake, you can't do anything practically, which looks good visually. So until we get to that point where our, our, yeah, our we're technology there, is it, we're it's just, we're just around the corner, it, it's, yeah. it's really getting there. Well, this is not a great example. <laughs> yeah, I guess the question is like their execution. Certainly, what is it? Their I'm Real, their first music video. I think so. Really yeah. bad. What's with uh, these song but, titles? I'm Real, haha, no filter. Mm. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But, get off the AI thing. No, no, no. That, that, they're not going to get off the AI thing, Stephanie. That's, That's the whole concept thing. of the group. <laughs> I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, this this one is a huge leap forward in execution on like way better deep fakes. Um, so I, I think they're going to they're gonna get better from here. And the question is whether or not fans will rally around it. But I'm not on fans it. of who like what okay. as a whole. Anyway, so right. are you guys Daybok or not on Mama Moo's first comeback album without We In on it? <gasps> Day back because what's the alternative? They disband, right? They never right. come back. <laughs> <laughs> right. I like the idea of someone going off solo and maybe coming back and just having that flexibility. Yep. Mm, I'll come. I'll come at it from a not mostly just from a from a music perspective. Like I don't want to hear a Mama Moo without Wee in. Damn. 
like that the the reason why they their sound is so powerful is because it's the four of them hmm yeah, I think I, I just really needed strong voice. I need to hear that that harmony, that blend without mm-hmm. uh, we in to to know if I really needed it. Like I, I don't, I guess I don't know enough yet. But I'm I'm definitely day block on it. I, I I think everyone's a part of of everyone's individual growth and careers, and um, I guess I'd only be not because Hwasa needs to go solo. <laughs> but, uh-huh. but, but no, I, I think it's great. I think it's great for everyone. So Hwasa been for me. solo. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. And are you, you guys frame this last one? Peter? Yeah. So are you guys Daybuck or not on access journalism continuing in K pop? Um all signs what is point access to, journalism. Yeah, so please we, please define it for the class. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we, we, we just had this K pop chat on Twitter Spaces Mondays, five fifteen, eight fifteen mm, Eastern Time. PST. Uh PST, yeah, five fifteen, PSG, eight fifteen, ESG. Um Twitter Spaces. Where we the last one we, we had, we, we got a bunch of journalists and we, we talked about this topic of access journalism, which is this notion of uh, it's journalism which prioritizes access rather than other notions of like journalistic objectivity um, or integrity. So if you were to say something negative about an idol or group, then the idol, the representatives, the system just black list you or or cross Mm -hmm. you out they they scratch you out they're like you know what we're not going to let this person do this anymore um so that that therefore means the people who are able to get access to a lot of these idols and whatnot um only say pandering good things all the time releases yeah and at that point is it really at that point is it journalism is it just public relations at that point um I say all that as a public relations professional, mm. <laughs> but uh, also like how much do journalists um, capitalize off of the fandom who are looking for that pandering, uh, for example. Um, anyway, a lot to say uh, on its effect on our discourse. So that, that, that topic, that trend, are you Dave Black or not? Mm, not, I guess. Yeah. I'd like to see it move in the other direction, hopefully. Yeah, I'm also a not... I tried to figure out a daybok for that, but there really isn't... <laughs> there isn't... A, I don't know. It's it's such a staple of, like, K-pop industry standard when it comes to how, like... what Because like, with, with idol culture, you have this very curated image. Mm-hmm. So this access journalism comes with that with the idol culture. So it's, yeah, it's hard to, image. Yeah. to think about it removed from K-pop in yeah, that sense. fantasy. I, I just worry about it. Um, doubling down on a misrepresentation of what, how media works for kids, you know, growing up with this, mm. like they're going to think that this is what media is about. This is what journalism is. That good journalism is just supposed to parrot the press release. <laughs> 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 I think too many kids growing up with with YouTubers and social media influencers and thinking that's journalism. So uh, obviously mm-hmm. I'm not. Sorry. So not not for I me. I think yeah, the the lines are really blurred, and I have a ton of critique for what's called good ethical journalism anyway. <laughs> but but yeah, the K-pop flavor of this is just blatant puff pieces all over. And that's not even fun. Yeah. And when you do do the hard hitting stuff, 
um, as uh, other people were sharing with us. It just doesn't get as many clicks as many um, referrals and whatnot. So if you ever wonder why we at the K-pop cast have not interviewed an actual <laughs> idol. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's not because we haven't tried. Um, right. Not our because reputation we haven't tried. precedes us, I guess. Well, also, I think we, we 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 were just talking about this. We would between wanting to do a puff piece interview yeah. or doing something more hard hitting, something that's unsaid, we'd rather do the latter. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's just more fun for us anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Ailey, if you ever want to come on, like Oh yeah, yeah. Ailey, yeah, yeah. Ailey we'll, love to we'll, chat with you. Yeah, we, we won't do any gotcha questions, Ailey. <laughs> See that that that's how it works. <laughs> that's how it got you. Yeah, nice you know what? We should interview the people, the idols who have been cast out after scandals. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. call up B.I., Lucas. No. Yeah. Chance to give your side of the story. Yeah. Well, that, that's how journalists often pretend sometimes. And then it just becomes another negative expose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Michaela, so your PSA Queendom segment. So go ahead. Yes, let's 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 end this on the best note ever. The the state <laughs> of the Queendom, guys. The state of Red Velvet today. I've got some Red Velvet updates for y'all. First of all, we win in everything. <laughs> at least four wins i haven't gotten the, like the day-to-day update but as of as of august 29th we have won four music shows uh the, the last being inky gaio uh for good old inky gaio mm-hmm. um you know but that's just some some housekeeping stuff that's just like the, the numbers but i think the biggest news There's a bigger out of, story here out of the queendom <laughs> right now is yeri in a blue bikini Wait a minute. No, what? not that one. <laughs> I, what? Wait. Uh, oh, sorry. It's not it's not this one because I obviously I mean, this she is, is a the... showstopper, but Mhm. I yeah. thought there was another bigger story here. Hmm. Oh, right. Something uh, about a relationship? Yeah, apparently Crush and Joy are dating? Oh. What? Yeah. Mhm. If if you're a rebel love, you're 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 maybe not entirely surprised about this because we do know they've collaborated on a track recently. That you know we know known to be friendly, but it <laughs> knowing this now makes that music video look completely different. All right, everyone's homework is to go watch it again, mm. try to spot the flirty glances and skinship. Yeah, but also like the the main point of that music video is like Crush builds his perfect woman, which apparently is Joy. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't oh, she all yeah. of our perfect woman? Ah, oh, yes. Oh, see, we're just, we're, I'm just looking at her right now. Just oh, look at that joy. Anyway, that you is the state the of the stress. queen. <laughs> right? Wait, what, what? What? Remind me, Mikhail. What? What? What was the point of the ghost outfit in this again? You have to ask Crush on that one. <laughs> I don't. I, I I don't really know. But yeah, just look at the face. Mm-mm. He's, He's like knowing. Mm-hmm. clinking the wine. You but know, it just makes together. this. Look at them. Yeah, it just makes this music video all that much better. Just knowing that they it. were really crushing behind I the mean, scenes. <laughs> the only, the only thing I'm worried about is Crush's dog is a demon. Like it hates everybody except for Crush. So I wonder, <laughs> I wonder mm. if if she Joy might have to put an ultimatum. It's me or the dog. Mm-hmm. We'll check back next week. Okay, we gotta wrap it up here. So this concludes our hit replay episode for the fourth week mm, of is August. Is it the hit replay episode? 
This concludes the hot issue episode for the fourth week of August. Let our listeners know oh. where they can find you each online. Michaela. Um, I'm Michaela JK Pop. I'm S. Parker, too. I'm DJ Peter Lowe. And you can tweet all of us at the K pop cast. And lastly, don't forget to click on the links in the description of this episode. That includes a link to our Slack space where you can meet, chat, mingle, and talk other K pop news and think critically about these things with other exceptionally beautiful, gifted, insightful, wise listeners. <laughs> the list just gets longer yeah we need to find more compliments for our listeners um, mm-hmm. as well as the newsletter we can just uh, get that in your email just to keep up to date on what we're, we're doing here at the K-pop cast okay Ooh. see you guys Thanks, later everyone. next episode bye Always wanna sun. Been trying to get up.